It's Cecilia. And Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out. Or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab some wine and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping and a girls' night, all wrapped up into one. Friday, guys. You have no idea what kind of situation we're in right now. <laughs> it's a very unique one that probably will never happen again. Oh, there's our dog. <laughs> so I'm staring at Megan across the hallway. She's in baby's room. Ignore the dog. And I'm in. <laughs> Gosh, this is this is gonna. Sorry, guys. <laughs> okay okay i'm in the guest bed and megan's on the floor of her baby's room and we were trying to do this podcast in the same room but we kept hearing our echo and we just don't have all the technology figured out yet yeah we're struggling (laughs) oh my gosh what was that Okay, guys, I've been up for going on 21 hours, and I am so slap happy. (laughs) The best part, though, is that you still get slap happy. If I'm up for 21 hours right now, I just get mad. (laughs) Okay, calm down. Calm down, Cecilia. Okay. Basically, we're across the hall from each other in different rooms, but Cece had to shut her door a little bit because her voice is too loud, so she still heard her echo across the hallway. Yep, that's the situation. But, okay, okay, we should tell them what we're doing today. Yes. So, I had, like, 25-plus voicemails, and we had, like, 60 DMs. (laughs) So, we really want to just hang out and chat with you guys today. Um, So, we're going to catch up on some really funny voicemails, (laughs) and then we're going to do some advice where... When you ask for advice from Megan and I, it's pretty, like, deep cut. (laughs) Yeah, honestly. There's no holding back. No holding back. Okay, um, I get, wait, I'm in New Mexico, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) So that's how we're a hallway apart from each other. (laughs) I am literally in New Mexico. Please explain real quick your first thoughts of New Mexico. I was like, okay, it's super dusty. Why does the airport have brick floors? Because it's like every time you have your freaking suitcase in the sunport, whatever it's called, because yeah. it's not called an airport. It's called a sunport. It kind of felt like grandma's cottage. I was I was digging it. Um <laughs> was not a Chick-fil-A, but you know, there was a lot of Native American stores which definitely do not serve the same purpose as Chick-fil-A, but they're <laughs> equally as interesting. Um, <laughs> Good save. <laughs> <laughs> but then we got out of the airport and I was like, oh, this is, she is not exaggerating. This is a crap hole. <laughs> yep i just need someone else to state it for the record so people don't think i'm just some dramatic bougie cali girl over here (laughs) not 
<laughs> not bougie at all. No, that was um. We went, well, we went to Costco once and Chick Fil A twice, so that's so pretty much seen, all there is. We've seen the town. <laughs> okay wait when we since base is technically closed and i don't have a military i can't talk i can't talk i don't have a military id (laughs) guys i had to come up with something she flew all the way out here there's no way she can't not get on base like we have no backup plan so she's getting on base so the guard asked for her id and i said uh she's my doula and then he looked weird like he was going to question more. So then I said, and she's going to be here for like an hour to practice labor and delivery techniques. I didn't even need to finish saying delivery techniques because the minute he heard labor was like you were talking about your period with your dad. And he was like, just go, just go. <laughs> he was like, yep, yep just uh, go. You're, you're all good. <laughs> <laughs> but it worked. <laughs> so now I'm officially the doula every time we go in and out of the base I'm like we're just practicing labor techniques <laughs> and if that doesn't work I'm gonna be like I'm teaching her how to put in a tampon <laughs> <laughs> whatever makes the dude feel awkward uh-huh. what raises no questions and shuts them up real quick so that we can just move on with our life exactly great <laughs> <laughs> just there's so many things I could think of that we could say that would make them feel <laughs> awkward. They're just not really appropriate. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, but very excited for this weekend. A little Fourth of July baby shower. Um uh can't really think. My brain feels a little <laughs> dead right now. Um, Let's start but, with heck yes and heck no's. Okay, Megan, heck no. Heck no to getting a new trash bag and having to literally, like, slap it in the air, like, ten times before it opens itself up. You know what I'm talking about? Wait. (laughs) Okay. For some reason, whenever I, you know, I'm a trash bag champ. I just moved across the country. I had many trash bags. I've seen. Trash bag (laughs) champ? What a title. I mean, really. (laughs) I put everything in trash bags. I'm not kidding. I had... My, you know, I had like a glass bowl and glass, this, I'm, what am I talking about? Okay. I had like plates. Okay. Glass plates. There we go. And I wrapped them up with my bed sheets and put them in trash bags. Oh my gosh. I was like, I need to move and I don't have anything. So So I'm just going to, it was so, and then, oh, I put duct tape around them too. Oh, yeah, that seals the deal. I mean, really. Yeah, yeah. So so when I, you know, shake the trash bag, it's it's a nice sensation to know that you still have that last flap at the end that's kind of attached, and you have to unseal it, and it kind of just makes that slick noise. Yeah, but then, it, but the heck no is when it takes 10 times to do that. Like, <laughs> you got to just be like, one, two, boom, three in the trash can, there you go. Yeah. That's true. There, this is a three-step process. No need for nine. Right. Or ten, like I said earlier. <laughs> I couldn't remember the number. I was like, it was up there. It was up there. <laughs> heck no. Okay. <laughs> no. I'm so over this. I can't believe I saw this twice today. I had a layover in Texas, and then obviously I got to New Mexico both times. I saw a dog. I saw, I saw two dogs today. Two dogs poop on the ground 
of the airport in the middle of the hallway. I'm like, if only I had these owners reaction on tape, I would be famous by now. I would literally have multiple viral videos just from today. The the I don't know. Two. I only saw two dogs today in the airport. And both of them literally just solid chunk of poop on the ground. At least it was squatted. Squatted (laughs) (laughs) No Hershey squirts. Uh -uh. (laughs) Literally just squatted in the middle of the airport. I was like, oh my gosh. And and like every single time, both times, there was a it was actually two couples. So the first couple, the woman's like, no, 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 no. And then the second time the dad just kind of like took the dog and, and handled it. But, um, man, I wish I had those on tape. So that heck no funny. to dogs pooping in airports. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> what about heck yes for you? Um, you know, just a little heck yes. Just moved to my dream place and, you know. Screw you. (laughs) (laughs) And just, you know, I'm having the best luck with finding all my furniture on Facebook Marketplace. God bless that. That was an irony. You for real are finding it on Facebook Marketplace. No, yeah, I actually for real am. I got these beautiful mid-century modern dresses that this dresses. Wow, oh my gosh. I'm <laughs> so tired. Dresses. So cute. Dressers with a hard R at the end. Dresser. Um yeah, I got them and this guy like redoes furniture and I found him and he delivered it and he carried it up three flights of stairs. So I gave him a tip, but I was like, dang. It well I guess and my boyfriend helped, but my boyfriend didn't get a tip. Because <laughs> That's why he's mad today. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he's done so much for me for this move. Um, so yeah, shout out Michael. Thank you. Love you. Um, <laughs> but no way I was about to carry that. So yeah, the desperate times call for desperate measures. That but yeah, cool. heck yes to like moving to my dream place. Super excited to um stop spending money on furniture. Um <laughs> <laughs> once I have my room filled. <laughs> And I'm also really excited to do a room tour um, once it's all cute because this is my first time having my own actual space that I am going to be proud of. So, yeah. yeah. Um, also, like, uh, curtains are really expensive. Uh-huh. So uh, that kind of makes me want to start sewing again. So we'll see. <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh no! But they're blackout <laughs> curtains, so I don't really know if that's something that I can handle at this moment to make. <laughs> um, but yeah, Megan, heck yes, heck yes to having friends in town for the weekend. Avery and I have been literally so socially deprived since <laughs> moving out here. <laughs> um, and I just I've always loved hosting people. I've always loved making food for people and dessert for people, and I get to do it for like three straight days in a row, and I'm stoked. Yeah, Megan's actually a super good cook, and uh, she decorates. She has okay. <laughs> oh no, she decorates. She already has boxes full of every holiday. I'm like, typically, you're like 28 and you've gathered holiday decor. <laughs> but Megan's been since eight years old, yeah. okay, uh, collecting holiday decorum. 
<laughs> and um, all all the Fourth of July things. So very yeah. excited pictures to come. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. um, as I just made eye contact with her through the hallway, <laughs> went through the doorway slit. <laughs> yeah, I'm sweating now. I'm really sweating now. And I'm, is it kind of hot now? Because I'm kind of hot. Oh God, sweat. My hands are sweating. But uh... <laughs> I'm also got a child inside of me kicking the crap out of me right now. Yeah, a little pelvis push tonight. Freaking rude. Um, freaking rude. So, <laughs> rude scrap. <laughs> I'm sweating and can't really function right now. Um, I just really need to swallow. Hold on. <laughs> Are you not swallowing that whole time? I don't know what was happening there, but I, I didn't sweat. Yeah, I had to take a moment. Um, I'm wiping my sweat, sweaty hands on your comforter because they're just out of control right now. Um, Megan and I have nail appointments in the morning, guys. Like one one p.m. But yeah, it's pretty much morning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well I'm off work tomorrow, so it can be morning if I want it to be morning. Exactly. Exactly. All right, all right, guys. Voice so mail. we have the funniest voicemails. We always do. We have the best listeners. Honestly, there's no other podcast like this. I'm just so freaking pumped that no, you guys it's are. True. It's true. Know. true. What do we have? Like 20 voicemails to go through? Yeah, I think there was like 23. Some people call and they're like, have one sentence and then they think it deletes, but then they call again and I'm like, haha, it didn't delete. Now I'm laughing because it's so cute. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry don't feel embarrassed if that's you it just makes me laugh and it's I just think it's it's funny it's um organic you could say mm-hmm. um, that's a very good word for that okay <clears throat> Elizabeth let's hear what you have to say okay so I recently this past year moved back home to my little suburb country hick somewhat town in Alabama and all the boys in high school here, they like to drive these giant pickup trucks that they hoist up with these huge tires that are basically as tall as I am. But now that I've moved back home, they, like, self-promote themselves with their Instagram handles and their Snapchat handles on, like, vinyl stickers on the back of their car. Like, what in the heck? And they're, like, 15-year-old boys trying to shout out the whole world to go follow them on Instagram. Elizabeth, literally, I can visualize exactly what you're talking about. They're giant. They're obnoxious. They're loud. They're expensive. They aren't gas-saving miles per gallon cars. But the fact that they're literally self-promoting themselves with vinyl stickers. (laughs) I mean, are their parents okay with that? Like, my dad shuts off Wi-Fi at 8 o'clock at night. You know what I mean? Like self-promoting your Instagram and social media pages is not cool. <laughs> like not a lot. Okay. 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 I applaud these men. Oh my gosh. They're... I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> they are business geniuses. Okay. <laughs> I I dig a man in his truck. These oh, high boy. school boys be wild in. Now I'm not in high school boys. Don't I was going to say, don't, where are you going help. with this? <laughs> I, that is not my thing, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Um, just appreciate an entrepreneurial mindset, which is yeah. what you think these guys have with their vinyl stickers. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Now okay. I know they're just trying to get in some girl's pants. Um, <laughs> okay. But, um, so that being said, <laughs> but if <laughs> go ahead, save it. Yep, save this one. <laughs> 
but I know their intentions are pure. They're just trying to get those followers. They're trying to evangelize over social media. Oh, yeah. Maybe I should consider getting that good handle. I don't know. I don't know. Our first. Yep. Definitely need that first. (laughs) Um. (laughs) All right. All right. But I could dig a diesel truck. Uh, No. Okay. Okay. This is why you have a Honda Civic sitting outside your house, Megan. For sale. For sale. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Shut up. All right. We're moving on. Taylor, let's hear it. Hey, y'all. It's Taylor. Um, So, heck yes to going to the Adoration Chapel and then leaving and this girl, like, running after you when you leave and she's like, oh, my goodness, Taylor, and you turn around and you're like, I don't know who you are. But she's like, I follow you on Instagram. And then we end up getting together and spending seven and a half hours just, like, talking up a storm. So that's my heck yeah, awesome, meeting great Instagram friends. Heck no, to me, literally while I am leaving this voicemail, the light turns green, and this car, the light turns green for 0.5 seconds, and this car starts honking at me. Like, excuse me, patience, please. But yeah, that's my head yes and my head no. Hope you enjoyed. Have a beautiful day. All right, Taylor, love that energy. That's what I like to see. (laughs) Okay, but getting recognized from Instagram is such a funny but really cool and rewarding feeling. Yeah. Um, Especially when it is at mass. And I think Mm -hmm. some of the best friendships obviously come from Instagram. So I say heck yeah to that. Absolutely. Yeah, for real. Oh, sorry. I thought you were going to talk. <laughs> I just had nothing to say but to agree with you. That's how we met. We met through Instagram. Yeah. We met at a Catholic at... conference. So, Focus, you... what's up? Yeah. If you meet any Catholic at any Catholic thing through Instagram, it's just awesome. And it opens the door to like it meeting t- all these other Catholics. And it's not awkward at all. You're just Mm-mm. like, hey. Okay. Also, um... <laughs> just like what? <laughs> okay wait i'm you know what call me a karen but i'm kind of a honker are you and it's it's just a little love tap like sometimes you don't notice sometimes it's just like hey you know just letting you know i'm here five seconds i'm patient i'm patient for 0.25 seconds but that 0.5 is just a little too long and so it's just a little love tap like hey 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 here you go. Uh, just, just get moving. So you're a jerk. Um, <laughs> that's why the horn's there. Okay. No. Uh, no. <laughs> All right, Taylor. Well, Megan's on your side, and I'm sorry for uh, Taylor. The PT hate. was probably the one behind you. <laughs> yeah, let's be real. That was me. That was me in my white Dodge minivan traveling across the country. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, okay, now we have, uh, let's hear from Brooke. She's probably the sweetest lady I've ever heard on a voicemail in my entire life, okay? <laughs> You'll oh, see. No. Hey, Megan, Cece. Um, this is Brooke. And so I have a, a heck yes and a heck no moment. Um, and they coincide. So my heck no moment would be that the guy I was talking to and was really starting to like turns out he had been talking to another girl and I found out through his mom's posts on Facebook but 
the night before I found this out, when I was saying my night prayers, I asked God, I was like, Lord, if he's not the one or if I'm not called to the vocation of marriage, please give me a sign. And the next day that happened. So be careful what you pray for. <laughs> and yeah, I love y'all. Thank y'all for doing this. Um, bye. Oh my gosh, she's so cute. I know. Okay, first of all, this is the kind of dirt that I like to hear about, so we need more of that kind of content. Um, (laughs) Mom's Facebook post, though. It's always the Facebook moms go wild on Facebook. They literally have no boundaries. I don't want to be that mom. All I have to say is that don't tell your mom your baby's name before you tell the world because that will be on Facebook right away. Except if it's my parents <laughs> that's true that's true my You're... parents share a facebook and they're never on it so <laughs> it won't be up there sorry first grandkid you don't get a facebook post no <laughs> definitely don't <laughs> oh that's so crazy though but yeah god like doesn't run out of handing out answers Mm-mm. so um always ask because and it's always a re- that's like hearing these things is always a reminder to always talk to God about these things and pray to him about these things because then when they happen like imagine if Brooke hadn't like prayed about it beforehand and just found out like how much more devastating and less like peaceful and like assuring that would be. Yeah I was gonna say zero peace would have been there. Right exactly. Goodness Brooke well I'm sorry about that I'm sorry the guy was a bad word and um And I, I'm glad the mom's a snitch, even though she had no idea. <laughs> shout out to, shout out to his mom. Yeah, shout out to Dirtbag's mom. That's the that's kind of kind of content we like to see. All right, all right. Next up's Kelly. It's kind of serious, but Megan, you can totally relate to this. Mm. Um, we were talking about this earlier today, so let's hear from Kelly. Hey, Cecilia and Megan. This is Kelly from Florida. I am a milk spouse like Megan, and I have been doing this military spouse thing for over 11 years. So I have been in the system being taken care of by medical doctors who are primarily in the military. Um, Big heck no was last week trying to explain NFP and specifically the Marquette method to military doctors who really look at a woman and say, oh, you're having uh, issues? Here's some birth control. That'll fix it. Um, So trying to translate Marquette and NFP and all of that to military doctors was so awkward, and I felt like I was trying to convince them to believe that what my Marquette instructor, who's a registered nurse, said was true so that I could get a referral. And they went back and forth and they're like, well, you have to call this person and then that person. And after all of those phone calls, an hour of my time, they were like, yeah, you still need to come see the military doctors. We're not going to send you off base. Big heck no. But my heck yes was calling them back today, playing phone tag some more, And then finally finding out that because of COVID, silver lining here, the military people aren't seeing dependents. So I get to go off base to the doctor that has been taking care of me 
and all my babies since we moved here, and I don't have to deal with the military doctors anymore. So hope you guys have a great rest of your week, and I can't wait to listen to the next episode. Bye. Megan, <laughs> Megan, go off. Relatable as crap. Literally, the silver lining to New Mexico and moving here is that they don't have military doctors that can see you through a pregnancy. And it's like the best thing ever. And I swear, I told Avery, I was like, we're spoiled rotten because from here on out, we're going to have to go to a military doctor for the rest of our babies. And I am not going to appreciate it. But also, relatable trying to explain NFP to pretty much any doctor unless they're Catholic or like a, uh, what do you call it? An NFP practitioner. practitioner. Yeah, I don't know. But explaining NFP to a gyno is not, possible it doesn't work well trying to explain it to your doctors and why their due date for baby is probably not accurate <laughs> is yeah not can you possible. explain that like isn't it just crazy to think that the, a gyno doesn't know about your a woman's body fertility and stuff right especially I mean gyno or an OBGYN like I understand having a base to measure all women off of because not all women track their cycle. But if some woman has a wealth of knowledge and info to hand you about her cycle and when she probably conceived, why are you going to brush that under a rug? Right. That is my question. I don't know. I could go off about military doctors. I could go off about doctors in general. <laughs> I could go off about NFP forever. Kelly, just know solidarity and the fact that you've been doing it for 11 years. You probably have faced way, faced this way more than once. <laughs> and that sucks. I'm just getting started. So <laughs> screw me. Yeah. And this is a reminder, like if you're not feeling comfortable or you think something's wrong, like you don't blindly follow just because they have a doctor yes. in front of their name. Like you need to be your own advocate and make things happen for you. Yes, literally. And Avery made this analogy and I told Cece about it earlier. If you just went into the doctor and said, okay, yeah, do whatever. I believe you in whatever. I trust you in whatever. That would be the same, would be the equivalent of taking your car into a dealership and saying, yeah, fix whatever you think needs fixed. I'll pay you whatever. It's whatever. Except with your own body and your own health. And if you're pregnant with the freaking health and body of your child, like, no, <laughs> it's okay to ask questions. It's okay to push back and it's okay to know what you want and fight for that. There, right. It's a business. And it is a business and it's intimidating. And I know it's it's a hard reality to swallow because you think everyone's doing what's best for you. And it's not like there's malintent. Right. It's, just, it's a business and they need numbers and they need money. Right. And a lot of times it's also just like habit. Like like I said, like, okay, well, we have this base for how we predict women's due date and we're just going to use that across the board. And we don't really want any of your extra info. If you have it, we don't want to answer any other questions that you may have about it. This is just how we do it. And that's how we're going to do it. And right. Yeah. To me, that's not good enough for women's health care, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, that could be a whole nother uh -huh. <laughs> uh -huh. But Kelly, there's people that are with you. I hope I never have to be in your situation. I do not envy you. It seems like you've been handling it really well for the past uh, decade. <laughs> yeah, for real. Okay, the last voicemail before we get into all of our advice is Willow from Alaska. <gasps> this voicemail is honestly on point and probably my my sorry to all the other people, but probably my favorite voicemail just because it's like kind of random, but also heck, heck, heck yes. Okay, let's get it started. <laughs> hey, this is Willow from Alaska. 
Okay, I know this was like a couple podcasts ago, but I just had to say, heck yes to marrying ex-seminarians. I just married or dating them, but I just married one two weeks ago, and this is the best thing ever. I just, like, love how devoted he is and how he took the time in his life to pursue that. He was actually engaged and then went to seminary, and we were friends through seminary, like, major brother in Christ zone, but now we're married, and so it worked out great. He was the one that pursued me after he had discerned out of seminary. Don't worry. I did not pull a man out of seminary. <laughs> Heck no to the fact that we are beekeepers, and I have bee poop all over my car now because it is major summertime, and the bees are flying everywhere, and there's just bee poop stuck all over my windshield because they fly over my car all day long when it's at home. Anyways, love you guys so much. Have a great day. Bye. Freaking bee poop? Like, Willow, that was the best transition of my life because there was no transition. <laughs> it went straight from, I just got married two weeks ago to an ex-seminarian, and no, I don't have the same taste in men as God does. And now I also have a ton of bee poop on my windshield. Okay, bye. <laughs> I've just never, but also being someone who lived in Alaska for three years, it's almost like I wasn't totally surprised that that was brought up in conversation so nonchalantly. Like, that's just the normal thing. I don't know why. I don't know what that says about Alaskans, but... It's never so once, Never once in my 22 and a half years of living have I thought about bee poop, ever. <laughs> I guess I just didn't even... I don't know. Like, I've seen a fly poop before. Okay, really? Yeah. Oh, well... Right? Well, actually, maybe I haven't. I think I heard someone say that every time they land somewhere, they poop. Yeah, I feel like that's a myth. There's no way that can be real. Someone show me, show me the proof. Show me the proof in <laughs> the pudding, okay? Um, because that's freaking disgusting, and that <laughs> must be clear then. Because I don't know what to say about that. Well, I so might have seen it. I might have. For a second, I was like, "Wait, bee poop is honey? No, it's not." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> freaking crap, Cece. <laughs> okay, I'm going on to. 22 hours of no sleep today that's the only fair excuse i'll give you for that one Holy that is my the God. best excuse yeah it's the only one <laughs> is bee poop honey uh no that wouldn't make sense would it <laughs> oh my gosh okay <laughs> well remember from last week when we talked about the grandma in the bathtub that like randomly yeah. scared the scared this girl well yeah. gracie she called back oh and my gosh. She said, Did she explain the whole situation a little bit more and back her grandma up some? Yes, she explained <laughs> that it's like a normal sized bathtub um, that you know you'd wash your bathe your kids in. Okay. And that her grandma just had a few really strong margaritas <laughs> and just took a little cat nap in the bathtub. Gracie's grandma is a whole mood. <laughs> <laughs> I just, the bathtub would not be my first thought of like, man, I'm really feeling good. Let me lay down. Like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just thought process. I'm confused by it, but whatever. Teach their own, you know? I'm cracking up. I'm like, thank you for responding. <laughs> Maybe she's a step ahead of herself. And she's like, you know, just in case anything were to come back up, I'll already be in the bathtub. <laughs> I don't she's know. Like, no, I didn't kick her out. No, there wasn't a tornado. She just was <laughs> drunky pants. 
That's amazing. Okay, and then Anna called and was like, she made such a good point. She's like, now that I'm an adult, I have to get rid of the pink room and paint my room gray because painting your walls gray means you're an adult, right? And I'm like, wait, actually, yes. I never got to paint my rooms growing up, so I guess I just never grew up. (laughs) Everyone paints their walls gray now. Like, when I first had my, like, adult room, I totally painted my walls a gray, a cool gray. Oh. Yeah, you're missing out with these white stucco walls, Megan. Listen, I don't pay for it. (laughs) Actually, we do pay for it. What the crap? U.S. military. (laughs) But anyway, she's saying, she's like, okay, so I get this, you know, I need this gray paint. So I go to find this gray paint. This guy named Ron, who's the paint man at the store, has a mask on so she can't hear him, which I can't hear anyone with a mask on. Me neither. Because they also typically have a plastic wall in front of them too. And it's just like, all right, sign language, question mark. I don't know. Right. (laughs) And I just like smile and like give a little giggle. And then I realize they can't even see that smile or hear the giggle. So it's just like weird sounds anyway this guy named ron was like ticked off that she kept asking him what he was saying and so then he just you know gives her this shade of paint that she doesn't even want now her room's literally 50 shades of gray so um shout out to anna that completely sucks um, <laughs> that literally blows chunks <laughs> <laughs> that is not a saying i ever <laughs> come adopt. on it's so great it's like the epitome of like that sucks he's like that punches sand oh no he says go pound sand (laughs) he told he said he's gonna tell the nurses and doctors that if they try to induce me unnecessarily he's just gonna tell them to go pound sand it's like okay (laughs) that'll go over well (laughs) okay and then one of our callers i i need to calm down for this one Okay. It's not that it's not funny at all. Oh, um, I actually very much so relate to this one. Yeah, one of our callers literally had her house practically shot at while casually chatting with her long distance boyfriend on the phone and so then she tried to convince herself that they weren't gunshots and then she called the police and the police confirms that those were indeed gunshots. Oh. Oh and I think she said like the shells were outside her window. I was like Oh, hell oh, no, girl. You need to say rosary for you and you need to get the heck out mm-hmm. of it. You just need to get married. So I was can... literally going to say, you know what would fix that? Just get married or move in with your long distance boyfriend and maybe he's a gun owner. So there you go. Hopefully he's a gun owner. So there you go. <laughs> Sorry, my words are turning into mumbles. So it's okay if you call me out. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, we had a ton of DMs and I'm sorry that we take a little bit longer to respond to Instagram things because we each just so run (laughs) five accounts and my full-time job is on Instagram like for other companies so So, like um, sometimes we like to pick our heads up and like smell the air and like not be responding to DMs 24-7 on any of our five accounts right but we did want to find like some yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was gonna say my wrist like is inflamed every single day yeah. after work. Yeah, I'm like wow, that cartilage is non-existent. Um, but sorry, <laughs> take it away, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> she made me feel it earlier today, guys. It's true. She really doesn't have because my wrist is as big as your neck, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm big boned. You and are. We did. We did discuss that earlier. This wrist doesn't even. I don't even buy bracelets because I'm like, you know what? That bracelet's definitely not going to fit my wrist. 
Same my- with rings. I'm like, yeah, I'm a size nine and a half. So what? <laughs> Just need a bigger diamond to even it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you thought about that one long enough. Shoot. Oh, yeah. I've stared at these sausage links for quite some time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, the first advice that we got or question is relating to college. And she said, if y'all talked about your different college experiences on the podcast, I saw Cece's post on her personal account about how she didn't go to a traditional college. And I'm so curious as to what that was like for her. I'm in a similar situation as Cece was because I had to decide whether to go to a Catholic college and figure out how to pay tuition and deal with debt or stay at the community college I went to in high school. I ended up deciding not to go to the Catholic college, but I'm struggling to see what God's calling me to instead. I really look up to you both and would love it if y'all could talk about your college experience since you both had such different paths. Oh, man. Yeah, we did have different paths. (laughs) Very different. (laughs) But I feel like we still weren't, either of them weren't mainstream. That is true. Well, yeah, yeah, no, that's true. I mean, they still included, you know, those typical parties and boys right. and stuff. But underage drinking. What? Sorry, mom. What? Who said that? <laughs> Crap. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're all sinners here, okay? <laughs> we've all been there, and we've all. And had, I will um, say, I am kind of proud of myself. I, you know, how most people drink in high school. I feel like most yes. people drink in high school. Like that's a common thing. I didn't do it until I got to college because I felt like that was like I had to get my priority straight. I had to get into college. I had to focus on soccer and sports and grades. And then when I got to college, it was like, okay, you made it. <laughs> I made it. <laughs> I can have my uh, water in vodka. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was more like Smirnoff ices because they basically oh. juice. <laughs> okay okay college pass though in brief where did what route did you take okay so I could talk about this forever and I'm such an advocate for not going to college um I know but I just think it needs to be talked about like you do not need to graduate with a hundred grand in debt to be successful or to get a job that is the most ridiculous lie from the devil and from our culture um sorry I'm gonna step into my soapbox yeah uh, you're right about it now um (laughs) so I could I was paying for school myself um I could not afford to initially go away to college I wanted to um I was I was gonna major in philanthropic studies and there's only two schools in the country that had those so I applied I got in um and I couldn't afford it so I went away to community college and lived at home. I worked full time. I started media marketing and nannying. So I was working like 50 hours a week, going to school full time. Did that for two and a half years. Um, and then obviously I needed to transfer to a four year university for more credits. Um, and so I just Googled online communication college. I wasn't sure what I wanted to do because I already was working full time and making, you know, decent money, especially for living at home. And so I, yeah, I found University of North Dakota, which has an online comm program. Um, and you don't necessarily, you don't need to be there at all. Like, it's not an online school. 
but you don't need to be there for communication program. So I just winged it and signed up and I've been doing part-time school ever since. I graduated high school in 2016. So my class graduated college now this past year, this past spring. You graduated college or high school after me? Yeah. What the crap? Yeah, because you're still older than me. I'm so older than you? No, you're still older oh. than me, but you were young for your grade. Yeah, no, that's true. Okay, sorry. Carry yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> just found out something new about Cece. <laughs> I was 2016. So I'm actually going to graduate probably next winter. Um, so like a year and a half late. Sorry, there's a dog at my door. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Callie's just really loves Cece, apparently. You know, I'm a dog whisperer, you could say. Oh, my gosh. Um, so yeah, anyways, I just decided to go that route and be able to work full time and no, never has anyone ever asked me for a degree. Um, not one of my employers, the degrees never held me back and I couldn't afford it. So like, what was I going to do? I needed to make things work and God made a better path for me. I would have been a completely different person if I went away to college right after high school. I think college dwindles ambition and I think it coddles immaturity. <laughs> Okay. All right. Okay. So I'm going to come from the place of someone who went to college. Um, oh, wait, are you done? Wait, I'm, not, oh, yeah, I'm not saying, okay. I have a few things. It's not all the time, but when you, when people say, oh, this is your time to have fun in college. I'm like, yeah. Um, no, this is You're your time to be dollars. Yeah. Yeah. You just don't appreciate it because your parents paid for it. Like this is your time to figure out what to do with your life. Do not tell me you're getting a psychology degree and (laughs) then you're not going to get your master's and then expect to, you know, make 80 grand getting out of college. Like, no, what is that even, what are you doing? Like (laughs) go to college if you know what you want to major in. If your major needs a college degree, if you're going in, going to be a doctor, going to be something white collar, engineering, like stuff like that. If you're telling me that you're going to college just to go to college and that your parents are paying for it. So you're going to graduate with a psychology degree and not with your master's in psychology or like you're going to graduate with a liberal arts and then just you know become a realtor business why did you just go to college yeah you just just wasted four years of your life you could have built up your career and you just spent a hundred grand yeah now you can't even start your life because you have nine hundred dollars you have to pay on your shoulders (laughs) every month it's very true no it's very true i i will side with you on that part no logic yeah um yeah so you're gonna turn out liberal (laughs) (laughs) so basically I um am just a crap show (laughs) because I went to college for um all four years it was a public university it wasn't catholic um I played four years of division one college soccer while I was there and thank the lord for that because it paid for two two and a half of those four years of college um which is incredible really good yeah awesome yeah um and part of the reason I chose the school too is because it was on the much cheaper end than a lot of the Catholic colleges I was looking at but my two siblings two younger siblings they also both go to Catholic colleges and something that we were always raised being told by my parents was that you either go to college um you join the military (laughs) or you have some sort of job set up right after college but the minute you graduate high school you are out of the house and so I think 
the more I grew up, the more it was just like a known thing that I want to go to college and I want to play sports in college. And who knew where it would take me after that? I knew what I wanted to do when I went into college. I knew I wanted to do graphic design. I stuck with it from the beginning, majored in it. Now that's my job. I run my own business. Um, I don't need a degree to run my own business, but I think it gives a lot of validity to someone who runs her own business by herself. Um, right. Because I feel like anyone and everyone can be a photographer. Anyone and everyone can be a graphic designer, and that's all good and well. But I think having some sort of degree gives you a little bit of legitimacy <laughs> against others when you're running your own business. Um, I think it really does in that sense because your field is very saturated. Right. Exactly. Um, and it's very specific. Like I'm very specific. Like I went into college for exactly what I'm doing today. Um, and it's not some broad, like, oh, I could get a job anywhere. <laughs> right. um, like what I do for a profession. Sorry right. to interrupt you. But media marketing is so new, it's not even taught in schools. Right, exactly. Um, and then I think, too, being an athlete in college, um, you could just tell the difference between understanding time management priorities. Um, like, it was like having a full-on job while in college. Um, and obviously, it paid for two and a half years of college, so it paid. <laughs> it paid well. Um, but you could just tell there's a different different sense of what college means um, and what good grades mean and what um, paying tuition means to uh, quite a couple college athletes versus just the average Sarah down the street who's going because her parents are paying and that's the thing you do right and because you're not sure what you want to do I don't get it when you're not sure what you want to do then why are you You're going to go the route of $100K dollars? <laughs> yeah, take a gap year. Go to community college. Like, I don't care if it hurts your ego. Let right. it and figure out what you want to do. Right. Take some internships. Shadow some jobs. Do some more research. Study somewhere in Europe. I don't know. Do what you got to do. But don't just apply to college because everyone else is. Mm-hmm. Like, you're literally blind. You're, you're a sheep. <laughs> You're just following the crowd, like the, oh, we all committed to this school. We're all going so pumped. And it's like, I really have no clue why I'm doing this. Like, that's when you know you should not be going down that path. Right. I think it's pressure. Like every single girl puts, you know, the title of their school they're going to on their graduation cap or does the post with, you know, the cropped sweatshirt. And they're like, committed to Louisiana. And it's like, oh, what? What? Committed? Committed to what? Spending a hundred grand there? Yeah, they love you to commit. <laughs> oh my god! You can make a whole podcast about this. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! But- I mean, I'm I'm so scared to send my kids to college. I'm really gonna push um, trade school. Oh, and Avery and I have talked about that, and that's the other thing too. Like my parents put aside like a chunk of money ever since we were born for college, but it was never going to pay for college for us. And so then it was up to us to say, Hey, um, how much debt am I willing to be in? What school has the best program for what I want to go into? Where am I willing? Like, where are my priorities? And so for me, I was like, I'm not willing to go into lots of debt just to go to a so-called Catholic school. Um, I want to play a high level sport and I want to go somewhere cheaper. And I'm blessed with parents that were able to contribute. But I think knowing that I would have debt afterwards if I didn't work my booty off at sports and whatnot, like it put a little bit more, um, what do you call it? Like 
I there was a lot more of a chip on my shoulder than it was just like a fun thing to do with there was risk. Then, yeah there was a risk there and there was I had to step up and figure out how to handle it which is what college should do if it doesn't do that and you still you graduate same as you did when you graduated high school then shoot dang that really sucks <laughs> shoot dang that does there's no there's no there's no one path for after high school there's no also, one right path <laughs> no because either you're gonna you're gonna four years later have four years of experience or four years later you're gonna have a degree with zero experience and a lot of money so, <laughs> right right so it really I mean it depends what field some employers would rather have the latter mm-hmm. no 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 um you know education or maybe like on the side you're working on it but four years of, of people you know experience That's in cool. the job you're gonna know a lot more right than the person that had to take you know all those English classes and math classes um, right that well, had exactly. nothing to do with the degree exactly. so um I just really encourage people to really weigh and and who says that like all of a sudden, eighteen-year-old gets to decide that they go into a hundred grand in debt. Like, who? What? Who would <laughs> ever allow their child to make that decision? <laughs> it just sounds so crazy to me. I'm like, they're eighteen. Of course, they're not going to make a weighted decision. They want to go and party and have fun and meet new people. Oh, the minute you show them what a hundred k looks like, though, at least for my siblings and I, we were like, okay, yep, that's not the school I'm going to anymore. <laughs> I wanted to go to Notre Dame. <laughs> that's funny. That's freaking funny. Yeah. yeah. I think what you have to do is almost see what you would be paying every month mm-hmm. for the for like twenty two years. You yep. know. Yep. Um, and when you think of it like that, and you're like, okay. I'm getting a degree in this. This is the average salary for uh-huh. it. Now, what would be my monthly salary? What would what would I make monthly? Mm-hmm. And then where is my loan? Right. So, like, subtract subtract your lease. Yeah. And then subtract your loan, and that is literally how much you are making. Mm-hmm. And because you're getting by, that's your lease and your loans. Yep. I've literally heard it takes some people like thirty years. Uh-huh. To pay off college debt, and when I heard that, I was like, "No, absolutely not, no chance." Oh, it is just <laughs> our our country. I mean, there's so the the college debt. I just it, I'm beside myself just seeing the statistics. Yeah, it's bad. But last thing for um uh oh my gosh, college. Why? Yeah, about college. I'm like what are we talking about (laughs) the last thing is that sometimes you really won't know what path God has you on when you're in the middle of it (laughs) and that's just the way life is sometimes sometimes it takes a couple months or a year there were times when I thought I was going to transfer college and I'm glad I never did um but sometimes you just have to have faith and keep going forward and making those logical reasonable decisions for yourself in the moment and just pray that that's enough for whatever God wants you to be doing. No, a hundred percent. That's so well said because I thought my life was over when I was the only one of my friends not going away to school. I literally, I was nannying. I was like, none of my friends are here anymore. I just went from, you know, being involved in every single thing in high school to now I have no friends and I'm at this weird communion college and everyone here is weird. And Mm -hmm super unsocial and it was just it was terrible I thought my life was seriously over it was being so dramatic but at 18 you're like oh my gosh yeah like but say bye to social life 
Um, but I mean, I would, looking back, I would have never changed any of it. I mean, I community college just, it does not hurt at all. And you save money by living at home. If like your situation allows, allows for, but I think a lot of it is like, Jesus put my pride aside and like, let my desires align with, with, uh, your plan Mm -hmm. because I cannot manipulate this. It's such a big decision and I can't make this decision alone or feel at peace with it alone. Yeah. So yeah. That. Anyways, good, up good our question. Talk there. <laughs> oh man, I could talk about it forever. <laughs> um, okay, so the next wait, wait, one. sorry, one last thing. God's not gonna let you miss your own future. <laughs> true. So whatever path you take, it will it will end up working out. That um, is true. Good point. Debt or no debt. But true. True. Anyways. Okay. Next question is from Natalie. She said, I dated a guy for two years when I was in high school. I loved him, but I knew God had something better planned for me. We broke up last September. However, the result of our breakup has left me feeling disillusioned by the world. I watch lots of romantic movies, and I know that's not what the real world is like because I know that there is a lot of sacrifice in relationships. But I hate how I used to see the world as something so beautiful, and now I find myself wondering how I'm going to get hurt by it next. A couple of guys have asked me out since the breakup, and I just can't let myself open up my heart again. I'm going off on a tangent, though. I guess my big question is whether or not there really is that love out there, that undeniable and true love where you don't feel like you're settling and you don't have any doubts. Thanks for thank you guys for everything. First of all, yes, that love exists. I'm living in it. (laughs) (laughs) So cute. They are the cutest. (laughs) we're so annoying (laughs) um but I the first thing I always tell people especially after breakups when they get asked out again is a date doesn't mean commitment like a date literally just means going and sitting down with someone else getting some food and having some conversation and just seeing where you guys hit it off and if you don't at all whatever deuces if yeah a date great uh saying yes to a proposal it's right. it's literally like getting to know someone that's the point of the date I would rather go on a date than have them text me right hey, where, what's your favorite color um <laughs> wait that's like, actually a starter question for real I know I know I'm like I'm like does it matter <laughs> <laughs> I like how about you ask me out to dinner and then you can ask me right right exactly well, um, if anything, it should be a confidence boost from your breakup that men are asking you out and are interested. Um, I think it's definitely time to, you know, you don't have to rush it, but time to think about going on dates because, it, like I've said before, mm-hmm. it's a numbers game. You have to go on dates to find the person you're going to marry. So you're not going to find the love of your life if you're not dating. Well, and the other thing, too, is she's, she asked if that love is out there and how are you going to know if you don't open yourself up to the possibility of it again? And there's not going to be the one. There's going to be doubts until you're married. Like, there's going to be there's, – there's, there's always something. The mm-hmm. devil always tries to creep in and tell you, no, it's not the person. He hates – the sacrament of marriage. Right, right. When I always found out that there were always more doubts when I was not secure and confident in myself before entering a relationship. And so once mm-hmm. I like established my confidence and self-worth by myself on my own with a lot of time in empty churches at night and date nights with God and all those kind of things, then I was able to date Avery and there were never any doubts. And if there were, they were like emotional little 
five second doubts where I was like, okay, no, stop. You're being a girl. That's not accurate. (laughs) Don't be like that. Um, No, it's so true. They're like petty doubts. And it's like, oh my gosh, I'm literally being so shallow right now. I need to put myself together. And you instantly brush it away. Yeah. You instantly brush it away because you're like, this is not, that's not right at all. Um, So if you don't feel like you're secure and confident in yourself and grounded in yourself and everything you stand for and everything you value, then maybe work on that first and then open yourself up to it again. Um, But it definitely exists and it's out there. And definitely like I haven't been in a big breakup, um, but those I know take a beating to the confidence. So maybe that is something that you need to ask Jesus to rebuild. Yeah. Um, And then you're going to just it's going to be smooth sailing as far as saying yes to going on dates. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Wow. Look at all this. Look at all that advice, Megan, coming from the married woman. (laughs) Gosh. Oh my gosh. Married, pregnant, sitting on the floor woman. (laughs) Okay. So our last little um, advice question is, Um, there's a guy who used to go to my college, but this past spring semester, he started basic training for the army. I knew of him when he was at school with me, but we've never met formally or spoken. One of my close friends was friends with him and she told me I should write him letters because he hasn't been getting any. And I thought that was sad and I love writing letters and I was all bored in quarantine. So I thought, why not? So we wrote back and forth a couple times and it was just lighthearted stuff, but super fun. Then a bit over a week ago, he messaged me on Facebook because we were already Facebook friends and we messaged for a long time that day and he started to be really flirty. Pretty good at deflecting that stuff, but also it was like substantial conversation we were having and not just stupid flirtation. So we've messaged a few times since then and he's back in a few days and he actually lives like an hour away from me and we're probably going to meet up. I guess I want to ask advice because should I just expect this to be like he's not serious or like since he's lonely but is coming home, he won't be interested anymore? He's just been so sweet. It's so hard to imagine he's leading me on, at least not on purpose. I'm not sure what I'm asking, but any advice or comments are welcome. Hmm. Well, first, um, yes, for making the first move, for sending that uh, yeah. letter. And we love a little flirt. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Um, it's true yeah I'm trying to think like if he does he I think it depends like if he is accessible to you in person and he didn't ask you out on a date then I would say he's just kind of bored and looking for um someone to talk to Mm -hmm. someone to stroke his ego or you know someone to keep him distracted right but if he is available and, like, lives in your town or something, um, I think if he didn't – yeah, if he didn't ask you on a date, then – or if he does – I don't know. What am I trying to – Megan, you, you know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> I think what she's saying is he's in basic, and that's how – like, they're not able to meet. They're not able to really communicate other than through letters. So they've established letters, and then he got on his phone for a little bit, probably over a weekend or something when they were allowed to. And he was flirty with her a little bit. And now he's on his way back home. And she's like, do I, should I expect anything? Is he going to be like, was he just bored and basic and I'm nothing? Like blah, blah, blah. And I think those are only questions you can really ask him. answers to. Yeah. If you don't, if you ask him. Um, I think women are, yeah. 
Sorry, I think women are so scared to be upfront with men. Yeah, no, that's like the most common question I get in my DMs. Yeah. Like, so what do I do? And I'm like, well, did you talk to him? And they're like, oh, that's a good idea. I'm like, yeah. Just straight up ask him. Yeah, it's I mean, he, you have nothing to lose. It's not like you already have met him in person right. or you've already seen him. Or you've been dating for months and you're like, and, how does he feel? <laughs> right, and it's not unreasonable to ask him. It's right. not. And if he thinks you're crazy, then you wouldn't want to be with him anyway. That's literally a logical question. Literally, exactly. No one wants to waste their time being flirted with for no reason or purpose. That's right. <laughs> I say, I say, straight up ask him, like, either ask him to tell him to ask you out. Either be like, so now that you're back, are you going to ask me out? Mm. Or, like, I, I'm just straight up like that. I've, I've definitely done that with men. Or just ask him, like, so, did were you, like, trying to get to know me? Or there's definitely a more sly way to say all this. this right. Super, you know, I'm just t- talking out of, out of thin air. But um, ask him, like, so what were your intentions with this? Yeah, exactly. Because if he's not intentional, then he, he's not a mature enough to date. Right. And do it in person if you can. Go get some food or something. I don't know. You've been writing letters to this guy for however long. The letters are kind of romantic, do. too. Right. And the least he can do is be a man and meet you in person you and express his feelings yeah and if you can't do that then see you later <laughs> <laughs> seriously uh, we're both like ah, we're, ah, we're tired <laughs> <laughs> well okay i hope you guys like this this was kind of like a catch-up call um we i feel like we just be- caught up with like 20 different people though which is kind of cool I know that was so fun like thank you everyone for calling we listen to all of them we laugh to all of them I know we can't we don't have enough time to share all of them but please keep calling back because we love it I'm sure you guys love it and our listeners love it Um, and we really want to get more people listening so what you have to do is um, if you rate or review the podcast or share it like that that bumps up our podcast in the algorithm mm-hmm. on Spotify, Apple, and Google. Um, and then also like sharing it on social media and telling your friends about it. That always helps. But please leave us a rate and review. We love seeing those. It's nice to know what you guys like, what you don't like. If you have any topic ideas, always feel free to send them in our What in the Dang Hack Instagram because we do see it, even if we don't respond right away. Megan and I see it. We're working uh, on it. We're trying to get better. Yeah, we're gonna get out of it. Ri- we're gonna get a rhythm up in here. Um, <laughs> once I stop traveling the world and I have a home, and I figure out how to mother. So, hot oh, crap. <laughs> yeah, we have a while to figure out a rhythm, but we are doing the most and the least at the same time. So, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> sorry, that's the best sum of it all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, but please call our hotline 312-775-2615. I know we had a few people messaging about actually doing a jingle for us, but again, I haven't had time to get back to you guys, so I'm not ignoring you, I promise, but um, give us a call 312-775-2615. Leave us your name, location, and a heck yes and a heck no. Uh, yeah. Tell Megan, time. anything? Last call? Nope. Just see you guys next time. Bye. <laughs> Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck podcast. Make sure you call our hotline, subscribe, leave a rate and review, and might as well follow us on Instagram while you're at it.
microphone. Oh, I was like, my back hurts, mother effer. <laughs> Why did you put the eight-month pregnant lady on the floor? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Happy Friday, everyone. <laughs>